Hey everybody, this is Ruben with 5-Minute Warning. When I decided that I wanted to make a podcast of my own, I found Anchor. Let me tell you, Anchor is free. Free. F-R-E-E. That's what I'm talking about. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or your computer. You know what? Anchor sends my podcast out to me to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, so I ain't got to do it. Also, you can make money. I repeat, you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, look, that's what I did. Five-minute warning, almost at 100 episodes in. Get Anchor. The following program is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the five-minute warning. But look, I'm I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. If the teacher looked better, I would really think differently of this whole of this whole story. And, and I shouldn't feel like that. Like, cause I keep thinking about the Saturday Night Live skit. <laughs> I, just keep, I just keep thinking about the Saturday Night Live skit where like the boy, the dude is like, yeah, you know, people started calling me the man, the reverend. Like, I feel like if she was a fine teacher. First of all, it wouldn't have lasted that long because he would have told whoever would listen. And every he said he did. And, and, every, and every hating ass dude would have been ready to snitch. All day. All day. Because there's not, mean, a, there's not an age minimum on that nigga ain't hitting it right. That that starts at puberty. As soon as you as soon as you grow your first pubic hair as a guy, you realize when you see a fine woman with another dude. That dude can't possibly be hitting it right. You might not know what the actual definition of hitting it right is, but you know that for some reason in your mind, you're the only one capable of doing such. And now, the five-minute warning. Okay, students, this is your five-minute warning. I repeat, five-minute warning. Silence. This is the 5-Minute Warning with Ruben Brown, happening right now. What is up, everybody? As you can see, this is not Ruben Brown. Um, this is the 5-Minute Warning. Welcome back. We took a week off. Um, so in that week, I kicked AG and Ruben off the show. So it's just going to be me, Moby. Nah, just, just mess with y'all. But um, AG's not going to be with us this week. And Ruben decided that... Um, in celebration of football season or something that he was going to actually go to a football game. So he's had to try to make his way back down to Hampton Roads. Um, so he'll be joining us in a little while. But, um, oh, look, man, I'm super excited to just be back on air. But more importantly, yo, it's football, man. Like, a lot of y'all might not understand this, but I didn't watch college football at all. I guess I was making my own little political statement by not watching college football due to all the COVID stuff and everything but um so like the last two weeks I've been on football overload I I sat in this chair right here and was almost in a food coma watching football and I mean I couldn't be happier um if y'all not a football fan like me I'm sorry I'm super excited about it but um what I did want to talk about in this little intro um is you know we've had this I guess remembrance of 9-11 which 
because 9-11 fell on Saturday and of course NFL wants to honor it, college football, it's kind of turned into like a whole weekend of remembrance of 9-11. And I mean, first of all, what 9-11 has, this remembrance has made me realize is that I'm old because that was 20 years ago and I was an adult then. So I was like, damn, I'm kind of getting up there in age. But um, yeah, you know, it, it's kind of fitting that we have this remembrance of 9-11 when everybody in the country pretended that we were all united because we i mean we were united in a sense but um yeah you know i'm sure some people in in the muslim community might not feel like we were united because it kind of seemed like we geared all our hate towards them but um kind of 20 years later and it feels like we're in a our own terrorist fight within our own country you know and and the new terrorist apparently is um vaccines so it's it's (laughs) It's kind of weird having all this remembrance and being united and remembering all the lives that were lost on on this day 9-11 and we've lost thousands upon thousands of lives um, with a virus that we still can't come to an agreement on that maybe we should get vaccinated and, and maybe people should wear masks so um you know take it for what you want i just kind of wanted to start off with that um i did want to you know remember that because i mean i I vividly remember where i was on 9-11 i mean i was freshman in college and i was walking back to my room from a a late night of studying and um (laughs) when i got back to my room my phone was blowing up and everybody was just like yo you gotta turn the tv on you gotta turn the tv on and when i turned the tv on i honestly 18 year old me was like yo who playing because I, I, I couldn't fathom that this was actually happening in our country. And I remember watching the first tower fall and just thinking, holy shit, like, this is this real? And I had people at the school I was at, you know, they had people that worked at the Pentagon. I had I, I knew people who had family in New York. And I just remember cell phones, you know, if something like that happened today, the freak out nature of of us would be on 10,000 because cell phones weren't working that day like it shut down and we weren't even a cell phone dependent in 2001 as we are now so i couldn't imagine if something like that happened today and basically an entire country cell phone wasn't no nobody's cell phones working nobody getting caught man that would actually probably scarier than whatever attack we were facing. Just the fact that people would be losing their damn minds over not being able to check Instagram or, or check Twitter or, or get or Facebook Messenger. So yeah, man, that was you know, it was a crazy day. And, you know, to all the people who were affected, um, if you lost somebody that day, I mean, you know, we remember it and you know, I, I wish I could say that we as a country grew from it and got better but sometimes looking across it, it it doesn't seem as if we we really did get better um it, in a brief months afterwards i feel like we we tried to unite but it seems like well, there's always something there to divide us so i mean hopefully um nothing like that ever happens again in our country but I don't know. It, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel realistic to think something like that won't ever happen again. But I mean, here's the hope.
but um i'm sure rufus going to join us soon and i'm not going to talk about one of the stories that i know he really really wants to talk about he wants to talk about yeah I, i'm gonna wait for him to get here because i know he wants to talk about it. but what i am gonna get into is i started off the show talking about how much i was hype about football like i watched so much football that i even watched a fake high school play football apparently um i don't know if y'all saw that story i mean high school i mean i guess i shouldn't call them a fake high school but they're not really a school but they made their way and actually got on espn bishop sycamore actually was playing on espn and got the brakes beat off of them and then people started to investigate and realize hey we're not sure if this is actually a school we're not sure if they actually have students here and then they pulled up the address and it was like an apartment complex so um yeah it's crazy to think that espn aired a school that didn't exist and nobody nobody vetted it um now i've talked to ruben i thought you know we talked about it but i feel like this wasn't really espn's fault um i realized that people are going to say like how could you have this fake school of adults and people who aren't even students living in an apartment complex playing football and call them a high school but realistically there are a lot of schools thanks to homeschooling and, and the way our regulations work in high school football that i mean bishop sycamore ain't the only school out there like that they just one of the ones that made their way on espn and got the brakes beat off of them and i, I can't imagine being some 19 year old dude who is not actually going to school sleeping on some sleeping in some apartment complex and then getting the brakes beat off of me on espn like i mean those dudes must really love football um because it, it couldn't be your boy not at all um like there's no way that you're gonna have me out here getting embarrassed on tv and i'm not really going to school and i'm i mean like their campus is a townhouse um yeah i, I have no idea how that actually even happened um I'm kind of sad for the dudes because you know here they are trying to to live their best life i guess they're trying to finagle this football thing into going to college or something and you know next thing you know you're on espn getting beat down oh snap who is this what's up what's up how's everybody out there in radio land yeah <laughs> Yeah, I know we said we weren't going to talk about the Bishop Sycamore stuff, but I started off being so hyped about football that I had to let them know that I even watched a little fake high school football. Oh, what? <laughs> Why you watch the fake stuff, man? I mean... It was on ESPN, and look, I didn't watch college football at all last year. I didn't go no... I didn't see no high school football last year. So, yeah, man, I was on football overload. I watched, <laughs> George, I watched Georgia beat the brakes off of UAB yesterday in a game that I actually started to feel bad for the other school. Yeah, that joint was horrible. <laughs> uh, I, that, I've been watching football bad. today. I mean, football is still on in the background. And I've been in this chair probably about nine hours today. Like, <laughs> I've been in this chair like nine hours today. 
watching football. Are you kidding watching me? Football, man. I mean, I got up to use the bathroom a couple times and, and get well, something to eat. I'm glad you did that. I'm and then I remembered that. I, and I remembered I had kids and I had to feed them a couple times. They so I mean, needy. They want food, kids. places to live. I mean, man, they old enough to make their own news and news, dog. I'm saying. <laughs> man, when I was 10, I could make all meals for myself, man. I mean, yeah, that's true, but I mean, look, I, I, look I've, I've said several times before, man, these kids spoiled, man. <laughs> man, my, yeah. my kid, My kids don't know about the struggle. Look, I'm happy about that. I'm happy that they don't have to know about the struggle. But sometimes I wish they knew a little bit more about the struggle. I mean, yeah, man, because the struggle <laughs> is real. The struggle is real, you know. As far as that, that school, man, I mean... They're playing a lot of top people, and they're supposed to have prospects. I don't know where they at. Yo, but man, just, just some just some dudes out there trying to live the dream, man. They just they hope somebody gonna see them and, and invite them to college one day. I mean, you, you could have did that at high school. I mean, the dream is still there. Well, but not hey, when you like nineteen and twenty. You can't. Well, that's true. <laughs> they, they call that junior college usually, but I guess if you like in stroke in, in, in the in the struggle and and then you couldn't you know go to school and stuff. I guess you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, that's right. They hadn't won a game. They haven't won a game in four years, man. You know how much these dudes gotta love football, man. <laughs> you know how much these dudes gotta love football. You or know how you much know you gotta how- love something. Or do you know how much desperation has to exist within them to feel like this is their only way out and you getting beat down like this? Yeah. You know, they called us Detroit Lions fans. I mean, that's right. I said it. They're, they're the high school Washington generals. Wow. I mean, even the replacements were better than them. I mean, Dad, they went to the playoff. The Washington Sentinels. I mean, yeah. Bishop Bishop Sycamore is a joke, and it's not even like a real school. That's the crazy part about it. Well, I mean, there's like, like no said, official school. Nobody learns nothing. The address just, is a, is a townhouse. Yeah, it's like, come on, bro. I mean, look, there's a, like I said, there's a lot of schools out there that operate like that because they can do online criteria and call themselves a school. But I was gonna say, can we stop calling them schools when you don't go to school? I mean, look homeschooling is considered schooling man so they got internet school man that internet k through 12 man <laughs> i mean dang that's what it is maybe we should start a school i mean we we actually can it ain't it, it, it you'd be amazed at how easy it is to start one because i actually knew somebody who wanted to start a school and wanted to do this wanted to like start a school for and, and start doing have sports there like I mean, and when we were talking about the process and everything, like it really isn't that hard to do. No, it's just as easy as to start school as this. You just you just need one administrator, one administrator. I name you. <laughs> you the administrator, because what's not gonna happen is my name ain't getting drugged through the mud. No, no, I'll come to the team. Then I quit. I'm yeah, so I, so I ain't got into none of your um your show notes at all. I just started off. I went on my little rant about nine eleven, and I wouldn't call it a rant, but no, nah, it's it's fine. I mean, it's all good because 
it's funny that we're talking about school because you know I ask this question every time <laughs> we talk about this stuff and I I don't seem to get answers and I don't know how I'm going to um get an answer unless I interview somebody who does this so if y'all know any teacher pedophiles out there hit hit a brother up because I need to interview one because I don't understand why grown women are grown women having sex with 14 year olds like I don't get it in California a teacher got arrested for allegedly having sex with a student I mean let's be real y'all the teacher has sex with a 14 year old student yo they i mean i don't get it man because abc man always be crewing i mean clearly (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm sorry i'm not trying to make a joke out of um somebody i'm I'm not but i mean that that kind of answers your question man like The same way there are adult males that prey on underage females, like it's it's almost it's Sick. almost chauvinistic of you to feel like that there ain't women out there doing the same thing. Hold on, <laughs> but you know, but here's the thing, man. First of all, her name is Miss Jackson. If you're nasty. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> she's nasty. Uh, but no, her name is Mrs. Jackson, which means that <gasps> She's married to hopefully an adult, and she faces counts four counts of rape and oral copulation with a child, lewd acts with a child, commu- communicating with a child to, to commit a felony, and meeting with a child for lewd purposes. First of all, I didn't realize communicating with a child to commit a felony was an actual crime, and yeah. then meeting with a child for lewd purposes is an actual crime. But or a compilation of a child like let's just be real man so if someone goes down on a 14 year old boy or girl that is against the law like I first of all oh okay okay so that, if that an, you mean if an act. you mean if an adult goes down yes on a, okay I was about to say because if not you, you're talking about some some illegal activities that are going on all over the world well, yeah, I mean, but yo, man, this this kid was 14, man. She was 39. 39 year old with having sex with a 14. Like, 14. Like, I mean, let's be real, man. Like, I'm just break. First of all, this is the five minute one, and all this shit is nasty. I, I just want to put that out there. Yeah, we don't we don't condone any of Now, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. I am gonna crack a few jokes about it, but I'm oh, not trying to believe. be. I'm not trying to be insensitive to shit. Like, first of all, did you see the picture of her, bro? She not even. She not even remotely cute, bro. Like, this is not a joke. This is not. This is not me trying to make any light of the subject. But when I first saw the picture, I thought it was a dude. Stop. I, ain't, I, I don't know if I go that far. I man. thought it was a dude, man. But that, that was that was her mugshot, <laughs> man. It's not like you can get make bomb for your mugshot. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. So, like I said, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not holding against her. But like, that was literally my first thought. I was like, "Yo, is this a dude?" Yeah, but yo, hold on, man. Let's. I just want to read this one more time because I need four counts of rape or copulation with a child. Like, I didn't know that was a crime. First of all, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna show my ignorance right now. I ain't never heard the phrase oral copulation. <laughs> <laughs> like like I, I feel like if somebody said oral copulation to me, I would just have to try to find some context clues within the sentence to figure out what they're talking about. Like, the only reason I know what oral copulation means is because of the context in which we're using it. But if we exactly. was just out here in these streets and somebody said oral copulation, I'd be like, first of all, can you spell it? Second of all, can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> I'd be looking like I was in a spelling video. Can you give me the country of origin? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I mean, and let's be real, man. If they had not put or in front of it, I probably wouldn't have an idea either. Not like Co- use the word copulation a lot. Copulation? I'd be like, oh, what he cop? He copped them new J's? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, man. And, yo, it's like, we believe our victim is safe, which we're grateful for, but we don't know if there are other victims. And I'm just like, let's be real, man. I mean, I understand he's 14 and a victim, but this dude, you know how she probably got caught? He probably told everybody. I mean, bro, I mean, you I mean, they, 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 they said they got a an anon- anonymous tip about a, 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 rela- a possible relationship between the two. And you know who that was? That's the girl who liked him. She mad she couldn't compete. Or, so she, or it was the dude that she used to be banging. And now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, oh, you gonna leave me for him? You ain't ho- oh. hold on, Miss Jack. Hold on, Miss Jackson. You ain't mess with me for this dude. <laughs> I mean, or, or you know what? It, what it could have been? It could have been another student who was jealous because that is, I guess, you know, you, you can. That's sexual harassment. Yeah, I did air quotes. What? sexual harassment if you know they getting they getting busy and you not that's sexual harassment they sexually harass me because they having sex well well who having sex the teacher and jimmy uh, all right well, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna make myself sound horrible real quick but look i'm i'm gonna keep it i'm gonna keep it 100 if the teacher looked better i would really think differently of this whole of this whole story and, and i shouldn't feel like that like because i keep thinking about the saturday night live skit <laughs> I, just keep, I just keep thinking about the saturday night live skit where like the boy the dude is like yeah you know people started calling me the man the reverend like i feel like if she was a fine teacher first of all it wouldn't have lasted that long because he would have told whoever would listen and every he said he did and, and every and every hating ass dude would have been ready to snitch all day all day because and there's I not mean, a there's not an age minimum on then they ain't hitting it right that that starts at puberty as soon as you as soon as you grow your first pubic hair as a guy you realize when you see a fine woman with another dude that dude can't possibly be hitting it right you might not know what the actual definition of hitting it right is but you know that for some reason in your mind you're the only one capable of doing such bruh literally, <laughs> literally you 14 you and your boys in the hallway and you see that kid who's tapping the teacher because everybody know walk away and she's smiling and then she walked back in and you look at your boy 
Man, that dude ain't hitting it right. Bro, you 14, you saying First that? First of all, yeah. that, that's only if she's fine. Because, you know, looking like she look, I I might be looking at my boy like, you better be Bruh. getting the A, mom. You better be getting the A. <laughs> like, like this, that's all this better be about. <laughs> I mean, you know, she she was she was definitely getting a D. I mean, yeah. look, passing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's what it's all about. It, uh, man, bruh. I, I, but I don't understand it, man. Like, I, I mean, I know it's not accepted, but yo, man, I don't understand like, it's, it's, how it's wrong for it, me to feel like that too. Like, I just I wanted to put it out there that it's wrong that I felt like that because I also understand that if this was some dude having sex with some. 14 year old girl we would just be chastising that dude period no matter what anyone looked like but the the double standard in me looks at this and goes i mean if she was fine i understand but i mean i mean it ain't right but you know let's be real to him the 14 year old she probably is fine i mean you know most 14 year olds well look i don't know most 14 olds back in my day and your day we weren't as advanced as these kids are now. So to us, like, if you were willing to let us do anything with you, you look, that made you look a little bit better. I mean, she was a teacher at Mountain View School, man, in California. AKA, seems like, seems like your shelter. I mean, but still, I'm just, I never understand it. I don't understand having sex with students. We know like is wrong, especially if you're like over like twenty five. Like if you're over twenty five, I don't I don't get it. And if you're fine, I don't get it because you're trying to tell me you can't go out and get some real penis and not that little boy penis. Like I don't get. Like I don't understand it. I mean, it's 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 always deeper issues than than just get, being able to get it. But like I don't understand how how the teachers feel so comfortable, because yo when I when I was coaching at a high school I was like twenty, and I was pair out I, I was like twenty twenty one I was paranoid, I didn't even like I didn't even like any of the female students to know my name. Yeah, because it's called because because with dudes, it doesn't matter if you guilty or not, you a petty. Yeah. Whatever. There's a girl in the hallway. I remember the first time I walked through the hallway as a coach. The first time I was walking through the hallway. I was like, I'm gonna go see my old guidance counselor. I was thinking nothing of it. Some girl came up to me and was like, Oh my god, you are fine. What is your name? And I was like, Coach. And she was Hold like, on. Coach, what? I'm like, just coach. And Hold it was on. weird. She it was up weird to you like that. Yo, it was weird because I was like, yo, I was just in this school like three years ago and ain't nobody ever come up to me like that before. <laughs> I was like, girl, where was you at? No, nah, I ain't say that out loud, but I'm thinking, where was you at like three years ago? <laughs> I, I'm glad you say that out loud. Cause, nah, nah, because all I said was my name is Coach. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying I don't understand it. And you know what? See, if a dude messes with little kids and go to jail, he gets shanked. If they start shaking women in jail, maybe they'll stop doing it. But no woman gets shanked in jail for this. You think they would, though? Stop messing with my son. I mean, you know, that's all I'm saying. 
pedophiles are treated differently in a male jail than in a female jail. As far as I know. As far as I've heard. I mean, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess if grass is on the infield, grab bat, I guess. I don't know. Man. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> and yeah, she won't keep. So I don't even remotely understand that. So we weren't going to talk about it, but we're going to bring this up now, movie. Because one of the reporters said they got violated during the Georgia Clemson game. And I want to get your take on it because no, you, you said you had an interesting take. And so during the Georgia Clemson game, basically what happened was she she said she was violated. And I guess um, she's, out in the, she's out in the crowd and people are touching her and her equipment and stuff like that. And she told one dude to please don't touch me. And then, you know, I guess she's like, well, you know, you're making me uncomfortable, respect people's space, yada, yada, yada. But the thought process is like, I mean, you're around fans with a live camera. What what are you expecting? I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, (laughs) probably middle school. I'm I'm not saying that, (laughs) you know, she deserves to be groped and stuff. But it's not like she was in the, I don't know. She wasn't in the sea of fans. She was, people were le- going like to the bathroom and whatnot. And they see a live camera. She talking to a microphone. What do you think people are going to do? They're going to stop and look. They're going to play on the camera. They might grab it, especially because they're drunk. <laughs> I mean, all I'm saying is if she got grouped, one, that's sad and stuff but she never said she got groped which i thought was interesting she says she got violated she, yeah but her violation state um a guy touched me didn't say where and somebody like touched her equipment and stuff and i mean she was on her phone and somebody was talk- i mean it didn't show anybody like grabbing her in a place where it would be considered grouping but i'm not saying they didn't either but i mean you know, I, I I don't know. I want to hear what your take is. I think I think it's foul if they did do that to her, and that's messed up. But once again, I also am like, I mean, you're at Georgia Clemson game. If you don't want to be around people, maybe you shouldn't be around people. All right, so here here's my um, take. That's probably gonna get me to be called a sexist later on but i'll start off with this disclaimer first of all you're right we don't know because based on the video clip that they showed i saw one dude touch her on the shoulder trying to get in the camera that's what he was doing he 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 wasn't paying attention to her i saw several other people come really close to her trying to get in the camera no one was even paying attention to her they were focused on the camera now i understand and, and, and this is where I want to try to at least sound somewhat empathetic. I understand that maybe she felt uncomfortable because as we stated, they're drunk, they're rowdy. She She's a female. We all know all of those typically don't end well. However, when there's so many women trying to get into the sports broadcasting industry and the sports industry, 
this is some this is some of the stuff that holds them back from it not because i feel like a woman should just take getting groped because that's like i said if somebody like was inappropriately touching her i understand that people go you shouldn't get touched period but in a crowded atmosphere like that a but male anchor a male anchor knows hey man people trying to get in the camera somebody might grab me on the shoulder somebody might tap me on the shoulder it's gonna be a whole bunch of drunk dudes trying to get in camera on the camera he's not gonna then get off of the camera say i had to leave because i felt uncomfortable and then post on twitter that i got violated no because he knows what he there for like did nobody tell her had she never seen a sporting event before had she I mean, never been to a game before once again I wanna, first live joint yeah i, I want i want to preface it if somebody actually did touch her inappropriately she's got every right to feel that way but all we saw on the clip was somebody touch her on the shoulder and he wasn't paying attention there he was just like trying to get in the camera trying to talk on the mic trying to I talk mean, on the mic trying to give a shout out to his boys to riri and peaky i'm just trying to get pookie a shout out you know <laughs> but pookie, yeah, so we I'm, did it bro so so honestly sometimes i feel like how do i put this somebody like no somebody somebody like this who is hypersensitive because that's the only thing i can say like i said i don't know if she really got groped or something if there's stuff that we didn't see on camera none of this is relevant but if all that happened is what we saw and more of what we saw somebody who's hypersensitive like this is actually setting back women in her industry because if 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 me as a sports broadcasting network if i have to now decide who's going to be my on-air person you know on in at an event like this am i going to now want to pick a woman because i don't i want to i don't want to have somebody out there who's saying they're violating and doesn't want people to be because like as soon as people started getting around her her body language just tensed up to the point where it was like she didn't want to be bothered and it's like you're in the wrong place to not want to yeah. be around people yeah what do you think you're going to interview nobody i mean i don't understand you know <laughs> you, outrage can get you a job on Monday night, Sunday night football <laughs> yeah. well, that's, from, that's from other co-workers not from fans <laughs> wow i think that was a shot at maria taylor but hey whatever y you do think you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you, but you're right. I mean, if if it really happened, I feel bad. But if it didn't happen and she's just like, people are too close to me, you're in the wrong line of work, yeah. yeah exactly. You're, you're, you're just in the wrong line. That that's go, like go to the death. Yeah, like you, you you're this is not the industry for you. Um now, no, I, I do believe people should respect personal space and everything. Unfortunately, at a venue that holds, I don't know, sixty-five thousand people. And there's really not much room for personal space and most of them are probably drunk yeah i mean because it was not a college arena so which means they served alcohol because yep. it's legal and i mean yeah like the dude who tried to get in the microphone try to you know shout out pookie and ray ray you know, he did he try to grab drunk. the microphone. I get it. Yeah, you know, that that was I mean, a violation. But but to say I got violated, 
my problem was the tone that she used in her message suggested that all that the guys there were like groping her or yeah or doing something terribly inappropriate to her sexually assaulting her yeah them dudes didn't give two f's about her like none of the people we saw in the camera they they like it could have been you holding the microphone it could have been me holding the microphone it could have been some star wars character holding the microphone they didn't care they was just trying to get on camera Luke, I'm your father. <laughs> Yo, what's up, Pookie? I'm just trying to get up in there. I mean, that's what it would have been. It's just crazy. But, you know, I, I feel bad for her because clearly she made a, a bad business decision. So hopefully she learns from this and decides to, you know, hey, guys, I think I want to be the desk person. I, I want to do that. So. so to a section of the show that we really don't really talk about, and that's my fault. And I feel like that, that that's going to change the day a little bit. You know, Deion Sanders, a.k.a. Coach Primes, you know, Jackson State uh, beat Floyd A&M this weekend. And, you know, there was one thing, if you watched the game, that you noticed. Jackson State had names on the back of their jerseys. Both, both, teams, this, both teams this weekend had, they played. Did, did Floyd A&M did too? Well, I don't, they didn't play Florida name. They played Tennessee State yesterday. Okay, yeah. So, it was Jackson State and Tennessee State because it was Eddie George, Eddie George coaches. It was a Tennessee classic. State. It was it was another classic, you know, because Jackson State's in all the classes this year. Yeah. So, you know, but he was just like, you know what? Especially with this NIL thing going on, we need to increase the exposure of HBUC, HBCUs in their players. And he was just like, yo. We need to put names on the back of the team's jerseys. And you know what? When I saw that, I, I saw the article. I was like, yeah. How come the Miak and Swack don't have it on their jerseys? Because even on basketball, I've always wondered that. It's like, I mean, like you have Indiana who don't wear names on their basketball jerseys because of some whatever. Um, some old thing. There's one team. Blah, blah, blah. I bet you they're going to have it on their jerseys this year. Five dollars. But it's one of those things where with the NILs, he's right. Because these kids can make money in college while they're going to college. And so for some people, they could actually afford to stay in college and get their degree, then go to the NFL, you know, because like, what's his name? The quarterback for Alabama, um, Blake, I remember his last name. Already, um, already millionaire. Yeah. Brother, man, he's already a millionaire. You know, he's like a he's like a sophomore. Who the quarterback wow. of Alabama? Yeah, he's a he's freshman. A no, well, he's, he's a, a redshirt freshman. freshman. Yeah, he's no, he played freshman. last year. That's right, because the rules. He played three games last year. Yeah, so he's a he's a redshirt <laughs> freshman. Already a millionaire. Why would he jump to the NFL when he can win four national championships? He could be a he could be a four time he could be a, a millionaire and not have to play in the NFL if he chose not to. But the thing about the NILs, it relieves the pressure on a student athlete to have to jump early because let's be real, most student athletes leave because I gotta take care of my family. Because they came from a neighborhood or whatever and it you know, their family's poor. And they got a free ride, but they can't give any money back because whatever. So they leave after, as soon as they can to go to get paid. And I ain't mad at that. 
But with the NIL, hopefully that can help some st- help some people not leave too early. You know what I'm saying? Or they can help their family immediately. You know that sort of thing. And I think it's brilliant that he wants to put jersey, put their names on jerseys. And he said, "Look, man, I'll pay for it because literally he was like, it's five dollars a jersey, bro. Five dollars a jersey. I mean, that ain't nothing for Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders is a damn millionaire." Yeah, I mean, but I, I think the reason that they weren't putting the names on the jersey was because I might be wrong on this, but it's financial because a lot of these major Division One programs, those jerseys are one and done. Like they use yeah, those they, they use them every year. Yeah, it's but HBCUs. You know, once you leave school, that jersey you was wearing is gonna go to the next person. However, because they don't have funding and and the NIL. Yes, the NIL is helping with a lot of this, but really the NIL was NCAA cop out. It's just a way for the NCAA to deflect from people saying that players should get paid because players still should be getting paid by the NCAA because the NCAA is banking billions off of them. Well, not by the NCAA, by their schools, because the schools are banking billions and millions off of these kids. But the NIL, you know, shut people up for a little while. Well played by the NCAA. But here's the thing. There, I know of, I've seen a couple schools, especially Division One AA, they have jerseys, but the names on them are, is Velcro. Yeah, you so can move, when you, move it. So when you leave, you just take the name off and you put another one. Do that. I mean, you can do it in such a way it doesn't look all chancy and whatever. But I'm saying... If you if you did that, at the very least, give him a. Sh- I agree with him. Give him a shot. I mean, who was it? The Smack Entertainment CEO hooked up Johnson Jackson State with suits for the for their traveling. Yo, that's dope. They got custom suits made for everybody on their team. You know, and that's I guess that's their nil or whatever. Because remember, some of these dudes ain't never wore a suit probably. Yeah, and so or they don't, or they don't, they definitely don't have one. Yeah, so it's like, you know, there are different ways where the NIL can help students of all branches and levels and stuff like that. You just gotta be a little bit more um, creative about it. But I think more, that- more so than just helping the players, the NIL. If the, the schools that really embrace it, the the NIL stuff will help the schools because, yeah. like you said, like you know they they're getting suits. Like yo, a local a local place like you got a small school, it ain't a Division One program, but a local place can use that team as advertising. Say, hey, I'm paying all these players to be advertised for, and in exchange, I'm going to supply them with suits, free advertising. Uh, yeah, and, and the players and probably, can actually take it now. Yeah, and like maybe, just maybe, they got to do a, a com- one or two commercials yeah, just one, as a team. Just Why one not? team commercial. Yeah, made these guys look fly. Imagine what we'll do to you. Boom. I mean, 50 second commercial. Now, Dre, I hear you, you know, re- reducing them to a scholarship. So they're miles but they don't have no reason to because right now the colleges exactly. ain't, they ain't spending no money. That That's why they did the NIL because yeah. they won't about to give up none of their bread for these kids. They don't give a about these kids. They're trying yeah. to get their money. So they was just like, all right, we got to let the kids get some of their own money, whatever. As long as long as people get the heat off of us. And then on top of it, I'm going to say this. Yo, man, 
and for many people who talk positive about the NFL, there are also the same amount of people who are not positive, who are not positive about the NFL. Yo, I appreciate the fact that Deion Sanders is looking at this as a way to enhance his program because when it's all said and done, yo, all this is recruiting tactics. Yeah. All of this is recruiting tactics. Yo, Jackson stays on ESPN every week. And not only that, the NIL like can actually help. Like if HBCUs really embrace NIL, NIL can actually help them get more recruits, can help them get top-notch recruits. Because first of all, everybody, let's just be honest. There's a there's a big pro black kick right now. A lot of basketball players, top high school recruits would decide to go to HBCUs. But the thing is, as an NIL, that that's what I'd want to do. Like if I was a top, if I'm a five-star recruit, all right, maybe not a five-star recruit. Let's say I'm a four-star recruit, fringe recruit. Yeah, I could go to Alabama. And you know what? Maybe I'll have a chance to go to the NFL. Well, not maybe. More than likely, as long as I get on the field at some point in time, I go to NFL, or I go to HBCU, be the highest, be the best recruit they've ever had, um, get all the love from the community, and now become a marketing guru for myself because I am giving back to community. All these businesses can now use me as advertisement, and I can get that bread. And I'm look. I'm, if I feel like I'm good enough to make it to the NFL, they're gonna find me, and hey, now I can go what? dominate HBCU, yeah. get my stats up, get paid, and still make it to the same place. And on top of all that, I can mess around and get a degree for free. Why not? I mean, look, this whole degree for free thing. I mean, I mean, you, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it, Moby. But hey, man. There are dudes there like there's a guy who played for Jackson State and he's like this is his seventh year it playing yeah. football because of some like red shirts and then last year they gave everybody a free year. Dude, he's working on two he, he got badges, he's working on two masters at the same time. Bro, yeah. I mean use that to, that's what I'm saying. Use that to your advantage and you can make yourself better just as much as you make your HBCU better. I just hope that there are people out here such as Deion Sanders or people who take what Deion Sanders is doing and use it to their advantage, just like Norfolk State is. To a point, Norfolk State is providing every student and faculty member with Apple devices, either iPad Pro or some, depending on the major of the student, they're giving them uh, um, an iMac, an iMac Air or whatever. So, like, and basically, when they graduate, they either give it back or pay a dollar to keep it. Bruh. A dollar? I mean, let, let's be honest. The school's not really giving it to them. It's built into their tuition. But, I mean, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I mean, but, you, but here's the thing, man. Most schools don't give you anything. Because, you know, especially, let's, let's just be real. Most most schools that are mostly Caucasian, you buy, you know, people can afford to buy things. Or if you are a sports, if you play sports, you know, they give you that. So, you know, in Norfolk State, I'm not saying kids are poor in Norfolk State, but you know what? Most people go out and buy at 
That's right. I'm about to say it. Those punk ass Dells or the cheapest Windows computer they can find. That's three hundred dollars. It ain't worth a damn. At no, I mean, now, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm just getting quality. I, I, I feel like you're you're phrasing this as if the college is somehow reaching into their pocket and providing for the kids. They not. This is this is all just stuff. That, this is all stuff that colleges should be doing for kids anyway. Because with as much with as much money as tuition and stuff is, there should never be any kid walking around, any any student on campus or off campus that doesn't have a damn laptop. And I agree, and and that's the whole thing. I guess what I'm saying is, if you're gonna do this, just do it. And I'm glad that somebody is just doing it because don't get it twisted. When I was at ODU, I would have very much glad to have them give him. You know, as much tuition as my parents pay, and then I pay for myself. Yeah, what's up with that laptop? Now I got to then go buy another uh, laptop for my a computer for myself too. Come on, man, I pay you too much money for that. So like, but with that, and then on top of that, with the faculty getting it too, let's just say you sick or whatever. Boom, boom, boom. My thought process is all the technology the teachers use, put it in their iPad. And they can send it to the students directly or you know there's a way for them to get it to the students especially with the COVID situation going on so I'm like, say, that, that's kind of you know this thing called the internet has already existed man so yeah, man, uh, but but I believe kids. that was already going on yeah but there are still students who go to school who don't have a computer and stuff and they have to go to the computer room to use a computer now no, no, you're right now at the, at the very least you could say that your tuition is giving you something else I and mean, I, mean, I yeah, agree with you. They said they're using it. Let's be real. A dollar, you might as well just go ahead and put that in my in my fund because I'm just going to buy it. Because each, every incoming and returning student will be given an iPad Pro as well as an Apple Pencil, an Apple Smart Keyboard Folio, and AirPods Pro with active noise cancellation. Bro, that means you walk around over state, nobody ain't paying attention to nothing because everybody got their AirPods on. I mean, that's dope. It, you know they're gonna end up buying a stupid Apple phone anyway, so you might as well give them everything else. But I think that's dope that they're doing that, and I hope that this goes, you know, this passed along to everybody else. Because when it's all said and done, when you go to college, it should almost be like you go to college when you log, when you go in, you should have a they should give you a box of shit. Hey, this is for college. Maybe they'll get rid of books. Hey, why not put those on your I, iPads? I feel, I, I feel like that's probably what they want to do. Yeah, because I mean, remember, remember the highway <laughs> robbery for books? Oh, it's the, it's still going to be robbery for them because the, the, they, you're going to have to pay for the ebooks. Yeah, but you know what? Because you can't sell the ebooks box, it's probably going to be a whole hell of a lot cheaper. Mm, <laughs> you know, you would glad think. you think so. Glad you think I mean, so. You would think. Look, college now, is a hustle. They're gonna get their money, man. So if you if you're trying to find a way that colleges are gonna all of a sudden not try to get more money, like these colleges ain't here for students, man. Oh. <laughs> all right, so we have a, a a new segment. Actually, it's not a new segment. I just said that because the way I want to introduce this next one is awesome. And I think uh, I I took it from Moby. I think he'll be happy for it. This might be called the ticker of the week. And Larry Elder. He might be the ticker of the week every week. 
<laughs> he might be the ticket that we air with him and the old boy and um and in Detroit or oh, Michigan. Yeah, can't remember his name. I mean, yeah, come on, Dre from VA ebooks. Man, you've been to college. They they may cost money, but I would much rather do that than um you know have to hit the big heavy book and then I know and then like yeah. Just put it on my tablet, man. I just, I understand, but nah. So, Larry Elder is a conservative radio host and politician. He's also running for the governor of California right now, if I'm correct. I, I like how you said and politician. He's not a politician. He's trying to become one. Well, <laughs> he's trying to become one. You know. Uh, so, he he's running for governor of California. And a couple months ago he was on the Candace Owens show yeah you already know we're going with this crap and this dude said that slave owners are quote old reparations unquote that's all I got man that's, I, what makes I, you think they didn't get any type of reparations man like well, first, first of all first of all they really did not get any type of reparations because they didn't <laughs> fucking need it I mean, I get it. I, I, look, in principle, I just want to preface this. In principle, I understand what he was saying. Because he was saying, technically, slaves were considered property. And all of a sudden, when slavery was, quote unquote, abolished, now the federal government took your property. Slaves. However... I just want to speak for all the black people in the room. Nigga, please. Like, shut <laughs> Nigga, please shut up. Like, just please, please exit. Exit life peacefully, quietly. Like, just... Like, I, I, I just... I, I mean, I just want to... Like, as soon as I read it, I was like, whose mans is this? Like, who's like i want to know what other black person claims this dude what dude can speak for this guy that's what whose man's is this like it means i need somebody with viable credit <laughs> to speak for this dude yes i did <laughs> oh you did the clap his own <laughs> yeah man i mean but she's right whose the, man's is the, like the nerve of this cooning ass mom to to be on like like look, look, I'm look, look, black people. Here's the secret: if we if we in a barber shop and it's nothing but black people, you can say some stupid ass shit like this because we'll just look at you and go, "Hey man, that's some stupid ass shit." But you ain't here saying this shit in front of white people. Like, no, you can't you can't do this in front of them. You can't do this at the barber shop. You might get beat up. You you right. But we we no, you might not get beat up. You have some dudes just looking at you like you stupid. You ain't gonna have no hood cred there. Like you gonna you gonna be the crazy dude and be like, man, don't listen to that. Don't listen to that motherfucker over there. That's gonna be having. He gonna say that after half his head done, and the dude's like, get out. Or the barbershop might be like, yo, you're not welcome here no more. But what what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, you get kicked out the barbershop, and us as black people, we won't talk about you no more. You know what I'm saying? Be like, hey, that dude don't exist to us no more. But nigga, when you out here saying this dumb shit so everybody can hear it, like, no, man, like, I need you. I don't condone this, but I, I need you to peacefully 
go to sleep and maybe not wake up because i don't i don't want your voice like that's all i just want him to wake up and not have a voice a platform or anything because you can't be out here saying dumbass asinine shit like this and and there be no consequence for it like <laughs> like like i feel like we as a as a people should be able to slap the shit out of one person a year <laughs> just one person a year and i feel like after he made a statement like this i feel like everybody would be lining up to use they slap on him I wouldn't because I, I just watch everybody else do it because like, I'm going to save mine for somebody who, who affects me personally. <laughs> <laughs> but but this fight, I can't I can't understand why this dude is tap dancing so hard. Like, that that's the part that bothers me. Like, if you truly believe, if you're going to try to talk to me pragmatically and logically and just be like, hey, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I feel like, you know, white people really could have asked for reparations too because technically their property was taken. I don't think they deserve it, but I'm saying just, just on a, if all things are logical, equal, and if if black people really were property, <laughs> their property did get taken. Michael <laughs> Campbell wants to save the slap for multiple years. Oh, I would too. I would too. I, I'd have like I'd have like ten slaps on deck waiting for somebody. Like, <laughs> I mean, and like this is also going on. He says this in the midst of accusations because his ex fiance said that he verbally and emotionally abused her, and apparently he took out a forty five pistol off a bedroom nightstand like when they were arguing and I mean I guess he was just branching something like yeah just in case you get out of out of line chick I got this I'm and just saying arguing. like come on he got, man he gotta have a gun saying dumb shit like this all the time but then he said he never branched a gun at anyone he grew up in South Carolina he grew up in South Central I know exactly how destructive destructive this type of behavior is is not me and everyone who knows me is not me those are salacious allegations i mean if you're talking like this and you're a republican you probably believe in it you know the whole free gun stuff so yeah, i, I, I mean I'm yeah i'm about to say you're, you're probably a, a a second amendment trumps everything type person but look i'm not gonna say that just because this dude said ass nine shit that he was abusive to his wife i don't know i I don't the two don't necessarily correlate i mean could be true might not be true but what i am gonna say is please shut the fuck up like please have this dude shut all the way up hey man so his ex-fiance um alexandra detig who i guess is an office i'll be an actress yo man she looks like that that crazy chick and coulter I'm just, yeah, I mean, that's all I got to say, man. She looks like Ann Coulter. I, I, it, does, does that surprise you? I don't know if that surprised me, but she looks like Ann Coulter, man. That probably surprised me. Ann Coulter is... Mm. But this ain't about her. It's about this dude. Yeah, Larry Elder, yeah, you trying to run for governor and you talking this crazy-ish in, Calif in California that has been literally Democratic for the last... 
as long as I've been alive. And that's after Reagan was governor and after um uh what's Schwarzenegger was governor and they still vote blue. I mean the, I, I, the I'm just race. and you want to talk like this? Bro. I mean apparently as long as the Republicans set up a stage, there will always be at least one brother or sister willing to go on that stage and tap dance their ass off. And they were on the same. I mean, yo, he went on her show. Because if you didn't know, um, just in case you didn't know, Candace Owens is an African American woman. I mean, who's married to a dude from the UK, which is she. She is awesome. probably the greatest hustler in our country. Because <laughs> I in just country. I, she she <laughs> might be one of the greatest hustlers in the country, man. Cause I can't believe that she believes some of the outlandish shit she said, and she has, she has maneuvered her lack of education, information, facts, and she's leveraged. I thought she's really intelligent, isn't she? No, 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 no. I think she's very intelligent because she she knows just the right dumb shit to say. To keep the people that she's tapping dancing for happy. She she knows she knows who her master is. And she appeases her, him and her, as much as she can. <laughs> KB Yako. You can read that Moby if you like. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> That might be the that, that might be the one do of it. the day. That might be the one of the day, man. That's awesome. So like when, they're, when they're on air together, it should be just called the Minstrel Show. Stop it! That's so messed up. <laughs> Why are you offending other women by doing that? You can't offend the other women. It's not their fault uh, that this look, chick I, out here, you know, kept dancing for the for all the man. So. But yeah, we 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 know he's a, he's a ticker of the week. So, and the way Mo B says he might be the ticker for the of the, of the year. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But it's my five time. Woohoo! We brought back to my five, and it's time to to um do that. And this time we're doing a little different. This time he has a question for me. I have a question for him. We don't know what questions. Each, we're gonna ask each other and we're gonna answer them with the five things that we can answer it with so Moby I'm gonna let you go first I mean I got one question man it's one question and I need to know five I need to know five answers right now oh, oh gosh. <laughs> it's, it's an easy one though. it should be an easy one it should be but it probably is not somehow I, I know no no, it's not, man. I, t- I told you, man. I'm not gonna do that to you, man. I'm I'm simply gonna ask you a simple question. If if you looked at your bank account right now, and all of a sudden there was a hundred million in there, what are the first five things you would do? First five things I would do. Yep, five things you do. Hundred mil in your bank account right now. You don't know how it got there. You don't know who gave it to you. All you know is your account was from a hundred went from whatever it was, like the twenty-six dollars and thirty-two cent that you had before, and all of a sudden Damn. now it's a hundred million dollars. 
I mean, I appreciate you telling everybody what's in my account, but okay. I mean, um, I gave you a few dollars. Appreciate it. Thanks. <laughs> um, five things. I'd buy a house. I'd buy a house with some land. Yeah. Yeah, I'd buy a house with land. Lots of internet and stuff on it. I I would be good. I can grow my own food. I mean, don't get it twisted. I like people. But you know. I, I need my space. Um, number two. I would probably travel somewhere. Probably, travel somewhere. Probably. Honestly, I'd probably go somewhere in like Japan. Because Japan would be cool. And that would be most leftist place I could go that I think I would really want to go because I really have no want to go to Japan but if I'm going to go somewhere I'm going to go somewhere one kind of safe and then two I would go once and probably never go again so go to Japan um three I would go (laughs) I would go somewhere with probably a hundred thousand dollars of it and make it rain I will come I'll walk in with a briefcase of dollar bills <laughs> and, and a generous just, glove. Just, just straight stereotypical black guy just making it rain <laughs> I might I might even have the guns I might even have the guns yeah I'll be like I want to. I'll walk in there with a pair of shorts on, a t-shirt, probably a five-minute warning t-shirt, and like the one I got. And I would be like, "I want your finest girl in the champagne room," and turn off all the cameras. But but you know, there's no sex in the champagne room. Hey man, what happens in the champagne room stays in the champagne room. I ain't say I'm gonna have sex there, but we I would have I would have at least two guns with dollar bills in it. <laughs> and it, only a hundred thousand dollars because I ain't about to let people know that I'm super rich. That'd be crazy. Um number four. Ooh. Number I I don't know, man. I mean I would number four, I would probably I would definitely donate some to um a charity of my choice. Yeah. Would it, would it be the Ruben L. Brown charity? <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> I I don't know exactly where I would probably I would probably give a meal to Forge in some form or fashion, whether I spread it out or just do like one big scholarship fund or something. I would do that. Um, but. I would with that would come, you know. I want control of it. So basically, like, if people want money, they gotta come to me. Just so I can tell some people, I would see that. That'd be best. Oh, <laughs> hey man, I'm just saying. Um, and number five, number five, I would probably. I would I would probably buy the most expensive vehicle I could buy 
and someone to drive it while I'm in the back seat. Yeah. And every time I go somewhere, I want I want it to be like the president's coming. And they put cop cars and stuff like that all around. And yeah, they, your money your money be going pretty damn quick. I mean, I could be going pretty damn quick, so might as well spend it. Now I'm saying. And number six is your ass would go to jail because you don't know where this money came from. Yeah. So <laughs> Yo, that you know this actually happened. Yeah, I do. But in, I mean, in Louisiana, but it was like fifty mil. A family in Louisiana just checked their account had like fifty mil. Nah, if that yeah, I would have gone straight to the bank and be like, Is this mine? And I need this notarized saying that this is mine, so you can't take it. And they'd be like, no, that was a bank error. All right, just making sure. Because once I spend it, what you, it's not going to happen. You're not coming after me for it. Man, I'm setting up Swiss bank accounts, and I'm transferring money that day. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what happened to that money. Somebody must have gained, gained access to my account and transferred it to some Swiss account. Yeah, I would have hired, <laughs> hired somebody to be me and go into the in there to do that. So, well... You should your name, Mr. Brown. I mean, I, I was at family barbecue. So I don't know what you're talking about. Alright. Cool, cool. So, the question from OB in the house. If you could go back in your personal history and change five things. <laughs> Uh, but but here's the kicker it would have no negative effects on your current timeline so I man I can change five things but it don't change, change where I'm at I still end up right here talking to you but you can change five things in your history man I don't even know if it'd be worth it to change things and if it can't if it can't affect the future why I'm gonna change it like ah uh, Any five things ever. I'm yeah. just saying, but but you said doesn't everything will remain okay, the same. So let me make let me make it easier for you then. You can split. So basically, what happens is you go back and change five things. Those five things have their own timelines, and this timeline oh, we're doing some type of Marvel it. shit, man. I'd, I'd rather go back to doing what we did before. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he changed that ugly jump shot. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Uh sir, I'll only you only that. you only you believe that my jump shot is ugly. And actually it might it might be ugly every time I play against you because you know it's always working, so it's probably ugly to you. <laughs> I mean it's it's a it's a fact that everybody knows my jump is wet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, oh, man, five things, five things. <sighs> All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Come on, man. Oh, okay. Um, no, nah, I wouldn't have stopped playing baseball. Okay. I would have kept playing baseball, even though you're basically telling me it's pointless because I still end up right here. So I guess no, I would have no, recreated no. some more memories. That that life would have changed. That life would have moved on. So maybe you became a baseball player. But that's you know it's whatever. Yeah, I would I would have kept playing baseball. Um Okay. 
I would have went to I would have went and stayed at Georgia Southern to go to school. Yeah, and football? and I, I would have played football there. Okay. Um. Actually, I don't know, man. Nah, I wouldn't have went to Georgia Southern. If I go back and change things, like starting when I first started playing football in high school, I'd have started sending tape to Hawaii because I always wanted to go play football at Hawaii. Like, okay, I just always did because they always played the late game or ESPN two, so I just watched them play all the time. So you know what I'm saying? So I just I was like, man, it'd be, it'd be dope to be at Hawaii playing football. Um, man, I don't want all of it to be sports related. I mean, you do you, bro. No, because that's, that's two. Like, because to be honest, like I don't, I don't, I ain't too much stuff I would change that I, I did. Um. Okay, I would have never started drinking. Period. Not that I, not that I'm an alcoholic or have a problem, but I mean, I drank a little too much and before college and there's a there's a period of time in my adult life where i may have partaken a bit too much and i may have taken advantage of the fact that apparently i have an overactive liver and can get drunk and wake up the next morning and be fine not that i've ever done any i mean not that i've ever done you know crazy stuff drunk but you know i i think a sober me might have done a lot of things different Okay. This last one, I don't, I don't know, man. Yo, Kbiako, that is a damn good one. Make sure my boy knew how to use the brakes. You really, you would change that? <laughs> yeah, Why would man. you change that? I, I mean, dude didn't have no skin on his forehead for like a year, man. Sounds like a him problem. I mean, well, we, it was. Know, we know why I stand on that. So, I mean, nah, I probably wouldn't have done that. Um, <laughs> wasted on him. <laughs> you know what? Here's here's something I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, um, I would change. When I was in middle school, I did, I did this girl super grimy, who and she didn't deserve it. You know what I'm saying? I did her super grimy. And she was like the nicest person, but I used her to, you know, create buzz about myself. So yeah, I, I would have, you know, I'm not gonna say her name or anything. Now that I, I was gonna say, did you want to, did you want to apologize to her? Heck no, nah. heck no, nah, I ain't trying to apologize to her. I'm just saying I, I would change it, but I ain't. Wow, that's funny. Catch it on film. They chopped the screw to deal for the remix. <laughs> <laughs> These people up here wrong today, man. They're wrong. Yo, awesome. that 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 would have been some wild stuff to see on film. See my boy going head first into a tree. Whoa. Actually, I would never want to see it again, even though I never really actually saw it the first time. So maybe I'd want to see it once just to know if if the 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 visual matched the sound. I mean yeah. <laughs> I mean the brakes didn't work and neither did his turn turning ability so it is what it is alright yeah so I, awesome. I guess that's it that was tough All man right. especially say that you know nothing changes and in different timelines like we we on some damn Disney series for Loki or something and 
Well, did you know that on NPC, they have this show coming out called Average Joe? And basically what happens is, I, I think he lives different lives. So there's one life where he's a doctor, and there's another life where he's a, like a rock star. And then there's another life when he does, he's a fire, fireman. And like, I'm trying to figure out how all this is going to work. So I saw that and I was like, that sounds like a whole bunch of messed up shit. But I mean, it could be cool. It's just convoluted as hell. <laughs> so that's what I thought about that for. So, well, I, you talked about, you know, what was on your mind before. Do you have anything else? Um, yeah, actually, I do have something on my mind. All right. What's up? <sighs> All right. So, uh-oh. No, nah, no, nah, man. It's, it's it's nothing big, man. I just <laughs> I don't understand why we're still. I'm gonna cart back on when I start before. I don't understand why we're still politicizing um, everything. But there's actually something going on in politics that really is bothering me right now. This whole abortion thing that has been a positive text it's like i just need it on wax that i'm gonna be up here saying this is the most asinine shit ever you got six weeks to decide to get an abortion even though more than likely you ain't gonna find out you're pregnant until maybe four and a half five weeks so you got like a 12 13 day window and then if if you're a rapist finds out that you had an abortion after set period they can actually sue you and make ten thousand dollars for you aborting their what like what fucking sense does any of this make <laughs> like 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 in what world is this okay I, I i get that it's been the topic of discussion on a lot of the political shows but like i just don't understand why this isn't a bigger deal everywhere like i know it's just in texas right now but like no it ain't gonna just be in texas like give it a few months roe v wade is gone and women ain't gonna be able to do nothing abortion even if it means life or death they were raped incest like none of this things but hey so what have the baby and if you don't we're gonna sue you so you can get raped and then get sued by your rapist just just let that shit sink in you can get raped and then sued by your fucking rapist who's in jail hopefully because maybe you know, he or, and that's or, the crazy or, part or the process of of litigation might still be going on like <laughs> and, and that's the other thing i thought about that so like if let's just say they never found you as you're the rapist and then you come out and you found out that that person you made that person pregnant and then you sue that person can they go back and get you for the rape i mean statute of limitations is it up yeah how many or if, if you if you're al- if you're already in prison maybe you can't rape but maybe you can get you know you can get one of your boys to to rape because like anybody can rape and in- can anybody can sue it, it it doesn't have to be somebody who's immediately affected by the abortion like 
you can just be some dude hanging out at the abortion clinic and just start being like hey how long has it been for her oh shit she's a week she's a week past the deadline give me my ten thousand dollars i mean yeah i got nothing i thought statute of limitations did apply to sexual assault in some states it does. in some states yeah i'm not saying some states yeah. it does virginia is one of those states where it does i mean let's just be real virginia is yeah but that's it i just i just wanted on wax that you know this is the most asinine shit ever <laughs> and, and and this isn't this isn't a pro-life or pro-choice stance by me no i look if you if you're pro-life and you if you don't agree with abortion fine if you if you're pro-choice and you think anybody should be able to just get an abortion whenever hey i don't care whatever but when you set the rules like this where it's like you can get raped it is illegal rape. for you to abort after oh, six weeks. not only just rape you can you can be raped by a family member so it's incest and rape and you still have to have the kid if you didn't find out you were pregnant until eight weeks into the pregnancy. Which for some 14-year-olds, you're not going to find out because if they haven't gotten their period yet, you really don't. You don't know. Good old Texas for you, man. So, I mean, yeah, good old Texas. All right. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. So, all right. I got some on my mind. I got three things. Three things on my mind. Let's start out with the lesser of the three. Yo, man. What has happened to Ariana Grande? What do you mean? She, she might be. I don't want to call out her name like that. That's foul. But yo, man, like she was on Nickelodeon and stuff. And I understand, man. Eventually, you got to grow up. You know, mm-hmm. I get it, man. Nick Jonas, he he grew up. You know, he did some he did some songs where, if you remember the Jonas Brothers, and your parents listened to him, like, yeah, that song was a little bit too much for my kids to be listening to. Then I heard the thirty four plus thirty five remix with Doja Cat. <laughs> And Megan the Stallion. That adds up to 69 people for, for all the... You know, I was getting to that. that. <laughs> I was getting to that. So, first of all, I'm listening. It pulls up on my Spotify. Like, because whatever. And I was like, okay, this beat's dope. The, I mean, the song's okay. It's more Doja Cat and Megan the Stallion on the remix. You know? And then, at the end of it, it just hit me in the face. Ariana Grande goes 34 plus 35 means that I want a 69 with you. What? Like like we're staying at on the radio. Like now the version I heard was explicit. But let's just be real. I'm pretty sure that last line is on the radio version. Bruh. Like I ain't never heard a song on the radio. I guess I don't listen to them. Hopefully, hopefully it's play. not on the radio. Hopefully it's not. But then I'm sick. You know, it's almost like Chris Brown all over again, except that 
she's Ariana Grande. And then on top of that, she might, she just might, because you know she's on The Voice this mm-hmm. next season. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, man, out of all the people who've ever been on The Voice, she might be considered the one with the most dirtiest songs that ever was a judge on The Voice. I feel like that's disingenuous, man. I mean, Maroon 5. She's married to who? I didn't know Ariana Grande was married. Uh, I mean, I didn't care. I mean, but I understand that. But no, but guess what I'm saying? I feel, I feel, like, I feel like it's a double standard, man. Cause look, Maroon Five had a song "Animal." Like, come on, come on, man. Like they, they, he's, they've done some sexually explicit stuff too, man. Like, it's unfair to not let people grow up. I get what you're saying, but and, and it's hard I, when because I feel the same way about like. I'm sorry, I was about to call her Mulatto. Big Lotto, as she calls herself now. I feel the same about her when I hear her rap because I'm like, yo, I remember seeing you on that show, you know, that that hip-hop contest with Jermaine Dupree. Like, you was a kid, man, and now and now you out here, you know, getting COVID thick or whatnot. And Quarantine I'm like, thick. Quarantine <laughs> thick. Let's get it straight. But no, well, I guess what I'm saying is like, it's like, no man it's, it's not even that it's not the fact I'm not saying that she shouldn't because she can do what she wants but it's like bruh there's like literally she said it that's like the line that's the last line of the song I it's mean like, she had to explain the song bruh like I said 34 or 35 you knew what you knew what it meant off jump because you could add but it was just like I wanted 69 with you and I'm just like have we gotten that brazen? I mean, like, first of all, great. that that's that's not even top five on nastiest songs that we've talked about on this effing show. But I'm saying it's nasty. It's so clean. It's nasty. That's I mean, what I'm saying. It's I just like, feel like your 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 real beef with her is the fact that she used to be on Nickelodeon. Because if she had never been on Nickelodeon, you wouldn't care. Well, no, there've been some so so she's not allowed. Is she not allowed to be on oh, the, the wet ass no, pussy part this. three? But I started this. I started this with Nick Jonas, cause that joint he did with Tanache. For for what they're normally used to, that's kind of over the top. I mean, that's but adult. Why, 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 why gotta be stuck as kids? I'm not saying they should be stuck as kids. I just think it was crazy that, cause I just thought it was crazy. Cause this is not the first song she's done like that. And I'm just like, whatever. Like you know, she she's pretty much like, I wanna fuck you, blah blah blah. Like in the song, I'm just like, wow. I mean, that's Ruben, wow, adults. I know. Adults talk about sex on the radio. That's what they do now. That's I mean, th- that's almost the only way to get on the radio now. Like if, if we're being 100 honest, it's almost the I, only way I, to get on the radio. And I guess for me, that means that I'm old as hell because I don't really listen to the radio. And like. Like when I when I saw it, it was Doja Cat and Megan Thee Stallion. Already knew. Like, and how about I say you you pretty much know what the content's gonna be when? Yeah, see, I've, yeah, I've, yeah, I've gone yeah. on my rant about this before, but you pretty much know when a female rapper's on the track, they're pretty gonna be much be talking about solicitation of prostitution. Well, or I mean, that's what, and that's what Doja Cat talks about, and that's what Megan Thee Stallion talks about. So that's their only that, content. That's what they do. But yeah. <laughs> like it was just I don't know it was just surprising like, there's a lane and they stay in it <laughs> but it was but that same lane 
Ariana Grande like tiptoed and tapped all over it, and it was just so brazen about it. It's like I want it means I want to see now. I'm like, I don't think anybody's ever talked to me that way. Now I can't speak for you. No, no one has ever given me two numbers to say because to me that's inefficient communication. Like you, you could you could have said all this without having to give me a math problem at the beginning. I, I guess you wanted to make sure that people could count. So and I, I, mean, I just I just told her like, can can we sixty eight? You know, you do me and I owe you one. That's so horrible. <laughs> that's so bad. God bless America. That was so bad. <laughs> ah, well, that effectively killed that conversation. All right. Good. Number two. Good. We, we were on that way too long. I'm just saying, man, it is what it is. Number two. Yo, man. So, went to the game today, watched it, and, um, man, nobody cares about what you, what you think, Drew. Um, watched it in the Chargers, LA Chargers. Good game. Watched it and lost it. Yo, man. You know, the Philadelphia Eagles are in first place. I I know. I know. (laughs) They're the only one to win. Go for it. My my prediction to win the NFC East was the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, whatever. Who they play? The Falcons. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just saying, look, 1-0, baby. (laughs) Yeah. So, baby's a caption caption for cuss. Cassette. That's funny. If you can't if you can't add these, we can't have sex with each other. That's funny. Uh, so look, me and my little bro went to the, went to the game today. Awesome. It was warm. You know, whatever. Yo, man, the person who was in charge of making sure that the concession stands actually worked took an L today. So they didn't have any carbonation. So, you couldn't get sodas and stuff. And then, somehow or another, I don't know what the official was, but it couldn't sell anything. And they literally had a sign of Grubhub it, and we could get it to you. What? Literally. So you had the Grubhub, and they would let the people deliver your food into the stadium? No. You Grubhub, that's the only way they could take an order. Because I guess their computers went down. So in order to take an order, (laughs) I'm going to talk about that in a second, Moko. Um, (laughs) But yeah, you had to Grubhub your order in order to get food. Wow. I mean... and that carbonation thing not working sounds like an elaborate scheme to make people have to buy beer. Well, and they sold, they, they walked around <laughs> with a lot of it. And the water was like $7, man. Nah, not the kind of party. But yo, man, I was just like, how does your concessions not work for real? That's just crazy. So that was one thing. They, they, took, they took an L on that. Of course, everybody heard somehow a sewer pipe broke at FedEx and sprayed like some fans it won't us we were too high up. and yeah <laughs> yep kbiak was probably right and you, know, you had to buy that leftover stack of bottle drinks for last year so which is fun. yeah but but yeah man yeah sewer pipe just broke and sprayed some fans mm. nobody knows why nobody knows what happened i hope they get free tickets out of it 
That's all I know. Um, but yeah, man. So good game, man. But you know, seven dollars for a bottle of water. I couldn't smell it. I I couldn't smell it. So I get you know I got to sit in the heat, got a tan, and didn't drink anything for like four, three hours, four hours. So it was awesome. Um, in the third L of the night. It's amazing I don't have road rage. Like, it's truly amazing that I'm calm enough in my life that I don't have road rage. Look, man, get leaving Washington. That's that's why I'm late actually to the show. Leaving leaving Alexandria to come here. It's about a two and a half hour trip. Of course, there's some traffic because for whatever reason, when people go downhills, they hit brakes. And when they go uphill, they hit brakes. And even though the GPS says there's an accident, you drive by, there's an accident. So it's just a whole bunch of people who can't fucking drive. So then it breaks open. I went from being on time to get here to being late because in the left lane, I really truly think we need signs up in the left lane. Hey, if you're going to speed limit, you need to be in one of these two lanes. It is yeah, seventy think, miles an think, hour. I don't think they're gonna I like put a sign that. to encourage people to speed. <laughs> I understand that. But if it's seventy miles per hour, you're going sixty-two because the person in front of you is not going at least the speed limit. Where are the police? Yeah, I need to be pulled over. Why? The I minimum should... is always twenty-five miles below whatever the speed limit is. Yes. So as long as the they're right going, lane. as long as they're going forty-five, that's nah, not really a ticket. I know it should be in the right lane. <laughs> so, like, literally, I would drive seventy, the speed limit. Next thing I know, I'm driving like sixty-two, and I'm just like, I'm on ninety-five, the speed limit is seventy. Why are we going sixty-two miles per hour? And it's just like, ugh. like if we went the speed limit, I would be fine. But people can't even go to speed limit in the left lane. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand how this works. On 95 and on 64. But, hey, you want to you get people to speed, though? I have figured out. You want to get people to speed, um, do some construction. Where, like, if you go past speed limit, you get, like, fines. If you get pulled, you get higher fines. Oh, man, people was going on 64, coming through 64. Where they were working on the road. Oh man, people were flying. It was like 70 miles an hour. Speed limit's 55. And I'm thinking, where the police? Like, I don't understand, man. I'm I'm over it. <laughs> man, I appreciate the fact that you said that, Dre from VA, but you were wrong. The left lane is not for passing only. The left lane is for people who want to go more in speed limit and break the law. Period. If you're going to break the law, you should be breaking the law in the right-hand lane. Because that's not going to work. That's all I'm saying. See, Dre, Dre VA is one of those dudes in the left-hand lane going 65 in a 70 miles per hour zone. That guy. I don't know. I kind of agree with Dre's statement, to be honest. I mean, so. you, can agree, you can agree with me. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Especially with big old trucks on the road. Come on, man. Get out of here with that. Don't care. It's just, I mean, but it's known that people, 
most people in the DMV can't drive. I can drive. No, actually, I have a I have a perfect driving record, sir. So, you know, worry about yourself. Yeah, but it is episode ninety-seven, ladies and gentlemen, which means three episodes away from episode one hundred, which is going to be three weeks. Awesome, excited. Um, you know, first of all, I'd like to thank everybody who was listening to the show today. I like to thank Moby for filling in at the beginning, you know, and being on the show every week. Episode 100 is going to be just like every other show, but it'll be our, it'll be our you know, 100th episode, so it'll be awesome. The fact we're doing 100, we've done 100, we will have done 100 episodes. It's kind of impressive, not going to lie. Thanks for telling your friends about it. Um, Wednesday, when we release the new, Wednesday, Thursday, when we release the new, we'll release this episode on the podcast. Go to the website, www.5minutewarner.com. For our two-year episode, for our two years, we're going to have the top six. Um, I think we're going top six. Top six um, segments of our first two years. Um, by Wednesday, Thursday of this week, you can go to the website. They'll be broken up into three different um, episodes, the best of episodes. And you will get to vote on which six you think are the funniest, ever, the funniest segments we've ever had on the show. And then on our two-year anniversary, we're gonna go through them and stuff like that. So we're excited about um, have, being a, being around for two years, and we have you to thank. So thank you. Um, keep telling your friends. Keep spreading the word about Five Minute Warning. I appreciate all of you. Um, AG unfortunately couldn't be with us today Um, I think he might be dealing with a sewer situation himself but you know hopefully he'll be back next week but yeah thanks to everybody thank you Moby for for starting the show in my behest it sounded like you were having an awesome conversation I can't wait to hear the playback you're probably talking crap about me so I'm going to do that I don't don't do none of that man you don't do none of that. Yep. Oh man. Already know. <laughs> none of Already that. know what's up. What's what's gonna be on that? <laughs> none of that. First man. seven minutes. Um. But yeah. So hey, appreciate all of you. Um. Definitely when it's up, go listen to it. Go listen to the episodes again. Um. Vote or if you know, just go ahead and vote. Um. Your top six, and you know, in a month we'll take care of that. But. Once again, thank you to everybody who's listening. Thank you for telling your friends. Thank you, Moby, for being here. Hopefully, we'll have AG back next week. Um, but you know what? Football season has started. Yep. My, Got my, my attention team. right now. Yep, he came in control. You know, the team, the team is 0-1, but that's okay. We're going to win a division. And you Eagle fans out there, you probably ought to call a Super Bowl, just like those Dallas fans. And we're going to laugh at both of you at the end of the season. So, peace, Jay Grease. Jameis Winston for MVP. Oh, man. You're talking <laughs> about getting screwed? No, man. <laughs> really? My choice is between Aaron Rodgers and Jameis Winston. I started Aaron Rodgers. Bruh. Jameis Winston with 30, 40 points on my vent. I don't even know what to say. But Aaron Rodgers, yeah, I don't know what to say, man. Um, so, other than that, 
All right, everybody. Peace. We'll see you next week. You can send any questions or comments to FIVE Minute Warning 19 at gmail.com. The five minute warning can now be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, and Radio Public. Share, like, subscribe. You've been listening to the Five Minute Warning with Ruben Brown. Search Five Minute Warning on the Spotify app. Peace. Stay safe out there.